to Happy Hour at the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Ball, Dina Seriano, and Kristen McFeely. It's Friday. It's 5 o'clock. What are you ladies drinking today? Billy and I went to the uh, to the foodery the other day, and I got a mixed six-pack, and I, for the life of me, do not remember buying this particular one. Um, it's a peach pecan cheesecake parfait beer. It's Holy. pretty nuts. Um, and I just oh opened it. Goodness. I've not even taken a sip yet, but it's it's called. Here's the label. You guys can see what it looks like here. It's crazy looking. It's I don't even know what the um, brewery is. Schmooji Passerie. Is that for real? Oh my god! I have god. no idea what I'm looking at here. It's from but the Cheesecake Factory. It might be pretty good. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it looks <laughs> like. I don't even recall buying this one, but um, it's pretty much the only one that we have left in the fridge. So here we go. Are you going to pour it in a glass or are you going to go can? You know what? I didn't bring a glass. I'm just going to do can. I feel like it needs a glass, right? Do I have to go get one? Go grab a glass and Dina will say what she's drinking. I want to come back and hear what your first thoughts on that beer. All right. Let me go get a glass. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. BRB. All right, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking a Victory Storm King. It is an Imperial Mm. Stout. Um. And apparently, it's a pretty popular beer. Um, it's uh, 9.1% alcohol, so I'm only going to be having one of these. But it uh, <laughs> um, it has notes of espresso and dark chocolate. Um, and I'm pumped nice. about it. Apparently, like it's yeah, they haven't brewed it in a couple years. Um, but Victory is celebrating their 25th anniversary of brewing. So they brought this out of the vault, I guess, after a light Googling of mine. Um, Cause I was shopping around for some holiday beers or shopping around for some mad off. And I saw a couple of these. Um, so I got some for myself and my mom. Uh, Cause she's really into craft beer now. She loves it. Her favorite craft beer. I've said this before, but I, I bought her a case of Mad Elf Bill, and she goes, "Oh my god, yay!" And like, no <laughs> yeah, way. yeah. And uh, she goes, "You know, but my favorite though is the Love City IPA." She like loves the Love City oh, IPA, so I always get her like a sixer a of that. One. But yeah, so this this beer is pretty good. Just saying. It sounds like it's like part of their like winter line, right? Yeah. Or something Look like at that. It. It's definitely Looks like winter. Coca-Cola. Yeah. I know. You know. So how is it? Oh, yeah. It's yummy. I'm not gonna this is, is it a really, sipper. Is it sweet? It's pretty yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's not too sweet. It's like a subtle sweet, okay. which is even better. Okay. I think yeah. that's the espresso. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of balancing mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. But uh Kristen's back. She poured a she poured her beer. I'm back. Oh, okay. And I wish I hadn't poured this in a glass because now it doesn't look it doesn't look like I want to drink it. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a mimosa. Why? It looks like orange juice or yeah, something. Yeah, but it looks exactly oh, like the color like the of the can. can. It's like a Carhartt hoodie it looks beanie in a glass. Gray. It's like a bright orange it Carhartt beanie. Yeah. It, looks like a, it looks like a blended pumpkin pie. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're all waiting, yeah. Kristen. Let's go. Oh, I'm Take a right, sip. Yeah. It's actually pretty darn good. <laughs> it's sweet. I wouldn't do more than one for sure, but. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. It's so interesting. It's I don't like beer? the look of it, though. I think I, I feel like I should have just kept it in the can. No, no, uh, no. You gotta, because but, you get more flavors when you dump it into the glass. We've been over this many I'm times doing that a on lot this now. program. Yeah, it's true. Bill, we've been it learning so much. It just doesn't so look much. appealing in the glass. Yeah, it doesn't look at all appealing in this glass, but uh, but guess okay. what? It's actually pretty good. Definitely uh, wouldn't do more than one. Did you ever have, um, did you ever have Boddington's? Yeah. It kind of looks like that from here. I mean, I don't know, but you're right. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm, wi- I'm wiping up. I just <laughs> a little bit here. She's having now. She's the having screen technical is like difficulties. moving around. She's yeah, like yeah, in a yeah, tornado yeah. suddenly. Uh, How? What's the alcohol percentage Sorry. of that beer? Oh my god! You that's like that's a great. It's like a, that's a great question. Um, I'm guessing. Let, wait, let's guess, Bill. What's your guess? I'm going to say five. Mm-hmm. I'll oh, say actually, six. Okay, so it actually says on here, fruit is heavy, settling is natural. Rotate gently before opening. So that's why it looked a little on the chunky side when I pulled poured it out. Oh. Sounds like they made super. that in the Nutribullet. Yeah, what? How weird. I'm not finding the... Uh, There's no alcohol in it, I think. 
Yeah, you got a kombucha. No, there's alcohol and kombucha, I think, actually. Oh, it's brewed in Canon Hatfield, PA by Imprint Beer local. Company. So it's local. Well, I have to keep looking on this thing to fight. All right. Well, I'll I'll talk about my beverage. I can't. This is the longest we've ever went, by the way. I know. Talking about our opening beverages. All right. So I am drinking this. I just bought it on like a, you know, I was in the state store and grabbing a couple different things, and I was low on bourbon, so I bought this Knob Creek. Uh, it's a it's a rye. It's a hundred proof rye though. Oof. And yeah, keeping it 100. Yeah. And uh, I know we don't like to be negative about our beverages, you know, but. Yeah. Kristen, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Kristen, <laughs> Kristen does not like that. <laughs> but it's a, it's a little rough. And it's probably the fact that it's 100 proof. And yeah. I think that it would probably be better with, um, you know, if I was able to make um, an old fashioned with it. You know what I mean? Because, or yeah. any kind of mixer. Yeah. Because now. You know, with it being 100 proof, if you mixed it with anything, it would keep, you know, it would still have a nice, you know, kick in it. I mean, regular old fashions have kicks anyway, but maybe if you were using it like with a Coke or some kind of holiday thing. I don't know. I don't really drink those, but mm. um, it's, a, it's a little rough, but it was a rough day. So, you know, the boy the boy has pink eye in both eyes. Was oh, home no. today from daycare. Oh, gosh. So uh, oh, it no. feels like a 100-proof oh, day, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, drink anyway. up. Oh, my God, maybe <laughs> pour some on your face. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting started. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, cheers. Okay. Right. Uh, happy, happy hour, ladies. Happy, cheers. happy hour, guys. For the record, Kristen's beer is 6% Oh, ABV. you got it right. You just looked it up. I, I Googled it. Okay. I can't find it on the can. Thanks. Thanks, Dean. Sometimes it's not on the can. Yeah, it's not. I guess. You were dead on with that, Dean. I thought it was going to be four or five because it just seems like it's got a lot going on. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. I just, I went, I bumped it up because you said five. <laughs> you can't copy it. was you. like Price is you know Right. I mean? You, you went over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I would go, go under, you know? One dollar. Yeah. yeah I, I love that show. Re- they should they should put realtors on that show one of these oh, days. With like a bo- <laughs> Real, Realtors are on enough shows. Mute your phones. Mute your phones. It would be impossible. <laughs> My college roommate was on The Price is Right, and she she wanted to be on The Price is Right forever, and she moved to L.A. She's the one who lives in Hawaii now, but she moved to L.A., and she got called to be on that show, and she was living in, like, this teeny, tiny, like, you know, studio apartment, and she ends up winning a hot tub. (laughs) For like like an outdoor hot tub, oh my God. <laughs> and she's like, "There's nothing I can do with this hot tub." She like went That's pretty great. far. I think she actually like won the whole thing and got a trip out of it too. But she won a hot tub that like clearly she couldn't do anything with at her little. She studio needs to apartment. be on the show. She, she needs she to be on the show because she's really riot. yeah. She is a riot. Filling all of my dreams. Was this a, a yeah. Barker episode? Was it was it yes. that old? Oh yeah, oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have it on tape somewhere. Man. I think my mom has it on VC, like a VHS tape somewhere. Oh yeah, I'll have to His find microphone. it. Vintage. That's vintage. Yeah. Vintage, vintage, vintage. His that man's microphone. I just want. I wish I was a fly on the wall when he chose. They to all use that had microphone. those microphones. You, they you're all too did. young. All to the know. game show hosts, like car sharks. Yeah. You know what I mean? They walk around with those little pin. You know those little skinny yep. microphones, like the skinny ties. Well, you know, yeah. Then let me rephrase that. He chose to keep using that microphone. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, Dean. Yeah, you know, I guess so. You can't wonder- upgrade after all them years from a skinny mic to <laughs> it's a fat mic. Civic of microphones. <laughs> it even you can even see Bob Barker's face with that big fat mic. So, do you think he'd have like a flip phone right now if he were still alive, or he wouldn't have a cell? Nah, he like, wouldn't have a cell. There's no way. If, if he, he did, it would be okay. it would He'd be a flip like a phone. It would be that Motorola, that silver one, where you still had to the pull the Billy antenna. The razor? No, not the razor. That's too advanced. Oh, not the razor. You'd have to still pull <laughs> no. the antenna up. That first That's Motorola flipper. Yeah, 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 yeah. But actually, yeah. it's the one Billy has here. <laughs> yes, yeah, the one Billy has. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you don't yeah. text you back, because it takes a half hour to write like three words, because you have to go through the alphabet. And beep, 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 that, beep, gosh, beep, 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 beep. That's what caused carpal tunnel. That okay. and the fact that uh, it's always not charged. <laughs> he never has it charged. I Just love it. He's the best. That's how my he wife is. is. Best, what man. is that? Yeah, he, he's he great. Would he's absolutely not have one if I didn't force him to have a phone. Yeah. Just to make sure he's safe? Like, yeah. Because yeah. you care about him? Well, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to check, you, you know, with 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make sure yeah, he's yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah. And um, when we're meeting up or whatever, you know, it's nice to have a phone. Don't you? Can you even remember what it was like not yeah. having phones? It was crazy. I drove. Wait, check this out. I drove to Houston. I know I keep bringing up Houston. I'm kind of tired of hearing myself no, talk no, about no, Houston. No, no, bring it up. I drove to Houston by myself with no phone back in the day. You know how crazy yeah, that is? I was did. like 19 or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, it was 3,000 miles. Did you print out the directions? Did you, did you print out the map quest yeah. directions? Yeah. That's a different way yeah. to travel. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's what Billy still does. Oh he goodness. prints out the map quest. Oh, he's the So he he's vintage. <laughs> he is vintage. Hanging out with Billy oh, is like vintage. a straight time machine. You know, it's yes, like getting, 100%. it's like hanging out with Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> love yeah, I love Billy. I can't get it. enough of him. Man, we, I played tournament softball throughout high school. So my dad would drive me like all over New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And he would, we would print the MapQuest directions. However, we would get lost without fail. We would fail without fail. And I would always miss like the first inning of the first game. Oh no! Because, because but it's it became like an understanding. Like not always, always, but like you know, a good percentage of the time. Shout out to my dad if he's listening. Dad, this is down our truth, to map and quest. we bonded over this. Yeah, <laughs> things and, worked um, out. You know, it's all right, Dean. Things worked yeah. out, but it was always like so funny, like printing them. Like I can't believe we relied on MapQuest. Like, how did how, well, we wait, made it Dina, through all that, you all, guys? First of all, you're too mm-hmm. young to remember I using know. an actual map. Actual map from a gas station. <laughs> I was yeah. say. So yeah. when I, I first, wish when, I... when I first started in real estate, I had one of those map books. You know, they were like this big, like like 11 by 14 or whatever books in my Mazda 626 that I would have to pull out oh and like God. and figure out where I was going. Like, there wasn't even MapQuest. You wouldn't even do... You wouldn't even use MapQuest. You literally used a map. I don't even yeah. think people know how to use a map. I know. No way. No I, way. I, I don't. The kids today, you whippersnappers, you, you get did. nowhere. Yeah. And when work. you would take <laughs> a trip. You to do anything. When you'd go on a road trip, like Billy and I went on a road trip in 2002 to Memphis. And um, we went to the, you know, what was it? AAA. And you got your maps like they they helped yes. you with your trip <laughs> they actually gave you maps yes. for your people. trip and that was they like people with yeah maps. they had people it was like a store you would go there and you would get your maps for your road trip um speaking of that you guys know my trip to florida my grandmother got that book from AAA, AAA. for yeah. our drive to florida yeah. she's like i gotta get we have i know what we're gonna do we're gonna get the AAA book because yep. that was in 07 yeah and I mean, I didn't have an iPhone then, so I guess we needed that. I don't know how the. I mean, I guess we had whatever the mounted thing was or whatever. No, like the Garmin or the is, TomTom. Yes, the Garmin. <laughs> I still have, that's what he has in his car. Well, so that's what he has in his van. People in South Philly still have the Garmin. <laughs> when I had to go into Fishtown, I had to whip out the Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> so when he when he gets really really lost, the Garmin comes out. Because that's in the glove well, It's electronic, so but it has to plug yeah, into cigarette. the. It has to plug into the yeah. you know lighter oh, and my everything. God. Which yeah. he oh, does yeah. have one of those. Oh God, I love oh, it. I, I should go to my car right now and get it. I'll show you. Yeah, you know, you know what? You need to send a photo of it. <laughs> speaking of no, wait. Speaking of, this reminded me of something. This might be a little off topic, but speaking of people with maps and doing all those plannings every time i go into like a shore point well mostly like ocean city dean yeah you have that visitor center and same mm-hmm. thing with like ac who is stopping at the visitor center are there people that really need to stop there now with the interwebs you I know mean, for real i i've never Who's been stopping there going I, I need i need Maybe, information I, you like, know i don't that? know i think they're f- like the one on the ocean city the 34th street bridge in Ocean City, that bridge is massive, and people. I think the people who run the bridge or like walk it, maybe need to tinkle, or like you know whatever. Yeah, it's a rest I stop. Think, you're I think that's what it's. I uh, think okay. I believe. Well, that makes sense. You could park there. There's a view. You take photos. I think that's you could probably not, get maps yeah. and stuff there and some swag. Yeah, um, you can get maps. But I was I always wondered the same thing, to be honest. If yeah. you walked in there and walked up to the counter and just asked the person working there a bunch of questions about Ocean City, you'd probably make their year. 
because nobody's doing that. You know what I mean? They, they're oh, like, yeah. oh my God, finally. <laughs> it's like, the one yeah. day of the year I'm going to work. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. work well, today. Yeah, yeah, Here's, yeah. Listen yeah. to all the shit I know. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny about that. So, you know, we go to Cape Cod every summer and we were in Cape Cod this past summer. <clears throat> this, is a, this is a long-winded, I won't even get into the whole story. But anyway, we're driving down the street and we hit something that we found out later was called a, um, um, it was a cross between a wolf and a coyote. Koi, koi wolf. Koi wolf. That's Google. it. That's it. Yep, that's what it, we hit. So it came flying it came flying across the street. We hit it with the car. Oh we God. freaked out, pulled over, and then we it it was it was hurt, but it kind of like limped off and off the road. And um we were across the street from a visitor center in East Ham, Massachusetts. And Billy's like, I'm gonna run across the street and let the people know so that they can call like animal control or something, because I don't want this hurt coyote koi wolf walking through a neighborhood so he went to the visitor yeah. center and there was a line <laughs> there were people in line at get the- it out yes so people so the, to answer your question in a roundabout way people i think do use these visitor centers in some of these little oh my goodness towns. i have to yeah. cut all that out of the program anyway. because oh now you God. just totally like debunked my theory so we'll have to cut that <laughs> Yeah, Bill can't be. Yeah, Bill I don't want to be debunked like two debunked. seconds okay. after I say maybe next episode, but not right. All right, whatever. <laughs> Just curious. Okay, I was Son wrong. Of a, yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe they're still needed. What do I know? I don't know. There people I have need no to be idea visited. what they were asking you know I mean? for in there, but there was a line of people at the visitor center wanting to talk to someone. I'm going to go there this summer and see what it's and all I'm about. Gonna report live you should do that you should do like a story about and just ask questions random questions that you already know the answer to just to fact check what would the philadelphia visitor center be like you guys that's an that's an app that's an episode it depends on where yeah, it is first of all <laughs> we're not gonna get into that yeah <laughs> i'm gonna we sh- i want to do a pop-up visitor we center should. throughout philadelphia just and start there. at lincoln financial <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hey, hey, visitor center. Yeah, I want to do that. It'll be a social experiment. That would um, be great. As long as I'm not the robot that traveled across the country not, and then not surprising. slaughtered not surprising. as soon as it got here. But RIP. But Dina, you had mentioned on our last episode that you wanted to bring in Joe Saxton uh, from Saxton Sellers to talk about homemade wine slash natural wine so we got them coming up next so excited joe saxton and saxton sellers on the last episode uh dina was bringing up the fact that she loves natural wine and that got me into talking about homemade wine so uh i asked my good friend joe saxton to come on because he is my wine connection he said yes. So joining us now is Joe Saxon from Saxon Sellers. How you doing, guys and girls? Hey, Joe. What's up? <laughs> Thanks for coming. No problem. I, I'm excited. Thanks for coming on. We're excited to have you. This is the happy hour show, Joe. Are you enjoying a beverage? So I actually just finished up some cappuccino, but I did have a little chocolate cello chaser with it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Say that three nice. times fast. Before we get into the wine, I don't know if I told you ladies that Joe was also a presenter at the roast I was at two weeks ago. Oh, no. Get out of here. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so Joe was on the dais, Dina. The sofa. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good time. So, Joe, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of the roast? Because I I know you heard the episode, the last episodes I sent it to you, but did you think, like... Would you describe it anything differently than I did, or what was your um, impressions of it? No, I mean, I think it was really good. It, it was it was unique. It was the first one that I've ever been to. I do think, honestly speaking, that you probably did the best job out of everybody. He was waiting for you to say that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, what's the That's deal? That's why was he asked email you the chain question? going around like, please say this. <laughs> he- no, Bill. This is why you asked the question so that you can uh-huh. answer. Just I have in to that buy way. an extra case of wine <laughs> this month. Sure do. You know there there were like you know some instructions on what to do and you know not to be real long and you know Bill hit on everybody. He you know had a little zinger for each person on the dais and he wasn't overly long, which a couple people were. Uh, he wasn't overly you know nasty. 
So uh, I think he hit it right on the, you know, right on the on the ball. All right, two cases of wine extra this month. <laughs> All right, so Joe, um, before we also get into the wine, why don't you give us a little background on yourself, like where you're from originally, where you live now, your family life? So um, I'm originally from South Philly. I grew up on 10th Street uh, between Wolf and Rittner. Lived there, um, you know, most of my life. I Moved to Delaware probably about 25 years ago. I had a construction business in Delaware originally. That's why I'm here. Work in the pipeline business now. I've been making wine for 20 years. Been married for 25 years. I have a daughter who recently graduated college and one who's a sophomore in college. So, so that's the uh, five-minute bio on me, I guess. <laughs> So wait, I want to know, how do you guys know each other? Just from the neighborhood, just growing up? Me and Bill kind of knew each of each other, I guess, through high school and through baseball. And then when Phil, who's the, the roast we went to, moved uh, around Billy's neighborhood, that's when we actually, you know, became a little bit closer friends, uh, basically through Phil. Got it. Who's Billy? Just <laughs> <laughs> I only have one Billy. I love life. it. Now I've got two. <laughs> I can't wait. I love it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm calling him to. Joey over here too. So, <laughs> you know, this is, <laughs> this is what happens. So, Joe, who introduced you to the wine? Like, how did you start making homemade wine? Because, you know, we all have like our wine mentors. So, like, who got you started? I used to work at a, an Italian specialty store and the owner made homemade wine. And then um, a guy actually that lived across the street from my mother-in-law, he made wine. And uh, also another friend of mine's father made wine. I mean, a ton of people in South Philly make wine, but there were the three that that kind of, um, you know, kind of piqued my interest. And um, it was a thing that me and my dad kind of talked about for a couple of years. We want to try it. We want to try it. And then finally, uh, we decided to do it. You know, we just kind of jumped into it, you know, just as a kind of like a little hobby, just spending some time together doing things and um, grew kind of organically uh, after that. You know, we started small. We I, we first made about sixty gallons. I right now I make about a hundred and eighty gallons, wow. plus or minus. So it, it, wow. it's become a little bit more than a hobby, but it's uh, it keeps me out of trouble. That's a ton, that's a ton <laughs> of wine. That I is made, a ton of. Wine. I made it before, and I think I made five gallons. So. That could tell you. That should tell you like how much he's really producing. But yeah, it, it's fun. It's it's a good little hobby, and you know the cello kind of morphed out of that. You know, it it started as a hobby, never really became like, you know, trying to sell it to people and and things like that. It just basically wanted to make good wine for us to drink, and then everybody started loving it and asking for it, and kind of just giving like donation type things, and then. Then it got kind of out of hand where people were just knocking on the door like every day saying, can we get some more? Can we get some more? <laughs> just kind of went from there. So in 2020, you know, obviously we had the shutdown and then I think Wine and Spirits was shut down too for like a yeah. period of time. And uh, I remember ordering wine and, and Joe, you stopped by and you were dropping off like, you know, a couple cases, but didn't somebody order like a ridiculous amount of wine? Yeah, I had a guy uh, last year that was ordering like three or four at a clip. You know, every couple months he was calling me up saying, can I get three cases? Can I get four cases? Can I get two cases? And he he was really going through it. Now, I don't know if he was buying it for other than himself or what the situation was, but he was yeah, he was he was buying pretty good there for a while. There was one Saturday where you had, I think you dropped. You said you dropped <laughs> off like nine cases. Yeah, there. Once the when the liquor store shut down last year, it it went bananas. I mean, it was just like I couldn't keep up with it. Um, you know, it was like every Sunday I'm bottling wine like six cases at a time, and as fast as I could bottle it, it was going out the door. How did you not yeah. run out? I mean, did you run out? Did you have to tell people you had to wait? Because I know you have the, the two oak barrels, but was there a point where you ran out? It, it got really close. The The only salvation was is the, the year before, I really didn't do hardly anything. So I kind of had like a little bit of a backlog. So that, that kind of got me through the initial push. And then um, luckily, you know, I was, you know, usually every September of new batches ready. So when the new batch came out in September, that kind of got me through the holidays 
And, um, you know, once the holidays are over, things kind of die down. So you kind of catch your breath. Like this time last year, man, I was, I was swamped. I mean, I'm, this week was, I, I got swamped this week too. So you know, it, it seems like right after Thanksgiving, things really pick up. Yeah. Sorry about that. I think I ordered. Yeah, sorry. It's on a cello. <laughs> I was say. Well, I like how I like how during 2020, when the liquor stores were shut down, Bill, you kept Joe from Dina and I, and uh-huh. we, we had no way yeah. of accessing I was anything. Like, Wait a second. Listen, those those were battle conditions. It was every man for himself, so and he, you just heard he said he was running low. So I mean, I couldn't yeah. bring on people. Oh, we would have. We would have totally. I gotcha. Yeah. I know. So can you tell us more about the wine that you make? Like what exactly, is it a blend? Is it just a specific? So um, I usually make, uh, everything that I make is usually Cabernet based. So I would say at least 50% or more of it is Cabernet. My standard mix is like a Cabernet Merlot blend, but I do add, um, depending on the year, I I might add some like Sangiovese in there. I may add some Montepulciano in there. I may add some Black Malvaise just to kind of break it up a little bit to give a little bit of more sweetness to not make it real dry. Usually everything that I make has some kind of at least 50% of Cabernet in it. I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> December 13th. Joe, when is the when's the cutoff for, you know, your Christmas deliveries? Are, is everybody try to get their orders in right now? And like, when's the last time you're going to be driving around doing your drops? So with wine, it doesn't make a difference. Um, you know, I could wine, I pretty much have readily available that, you know, can be picked up or dropped off, you know, right up till Christmas Day. Cellos are a little bit different story. But, um, you know, wine, I always have plenty of wine. I want to talk about the cellos. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love limoncello so much. And you have all these different flavors. Can you talk a little bit about your flavors and even kind of, I'm sure you don't want to divulge your secrets, but sort of how you, how you make it, I guess. So, yeah. Um, so my staple is the lemon. Kind of got that pretty much perfected now. I, I do get, you know, rave reviews uh, about the lemon. So, you know, that that's the staple. I've done orange. Right now I have lemon, orange, chocolate, banana, melon, cranberry, and pineapple. But I, I've made strawberry in the past. I've made peach in the past. I'm trying to, been trying to experiment with some other ones. I just, the, the, the issue with the cello is just the storage. I just don't have the room to store quantity of it that I need. So it's, it's kind of like holding people off or telling them to, you know, get your order in. And once I know what I need, I can make it. And kind of as long as I could turn it over fast, I could, um, you know, I can make it. But I just don't have the room to store it in addition to all the wine that I have to store. I think I've had all, almost all those cellos you named, Joe, except the orange. Is that new? Yeah. That's new? I think you had every one the one night that you were here. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true. Oh, I couldn't help it. He put he put out all the cellos on the table, and I, and I had a glass, and I just kept sampling, you know, all, you know, all of them. And I remember yeah. one point looking over at him, and he's looking at me with the craziest face. He's like, at one point, he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, you're going to be hammered. He was right. <laughs> I was. <laughs> it, w- it was worth it. But um, I think my favorite, I mean, they were all really good, but I, I love chocolate and lemon. They're like the staples. Like, Me I too. feel like you have to have them, you know? Yeah. Um, But I, Joe, I think I'm going to get an orange if you have extra. Yeah, so I, I actually had a request for orange. So um, a person wanted two bottles so i made a batch and i think Kristen or no dina is getting an orange correct and some other side there may be there may be a lingering orange still available well i'll t- i'll text you after i'm going to give you redo my order when we're done here <laughs> yeah i agree the chocolate and the and the lemon are the are just the best and this time i well this time but i also got banana in this order because I'm just curious about that. But I got two chocolate and two lemon and one banana and I can't wait. Dina, you're going to pick it up for me Monday, right? Hell yeah. And I'll meet, I got you. I'll meet you on Wednesday and get it. Mm-hmm. The big thing was the mixing the banana and chocolate together. That like took oh, off I bet that's like awesome. crazy. Wait a second. I bet that's, and, awesome. um, <laughs> that's such a good combo. That is a I plot twist. 
Yeah, so that oh. that's what that, that that's what everybody seems to do. Like once I like I originally made chocolate first, and then I'm like, man, and I said this would really get good with banana, and I I kind of developed the banana, and then people were like mixing it together, and like this is great, and that kind of took off. Banana kind of slowed down a little bit this year for whatever reason, but the, the chocolate has been, been crazy. I'm excited about that. So you were Me talking too. about storage where do you do you make all of this at home like what's the situation is your wife like you need to buy another place like <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting close um so i guess about 10 about probably about 15 years ago i put an addition on my house and um i added a dining room to the back and below the dining room i made a uh, a full basement so that's where I keep all the wine and, and cello stuff. So the, the wine just kind of sits there. Cello, though, I keep uh, in cold storage, whether it's in a refrigerator or freezer the whole time. Just a little thing that I think that makes it taste better when it when it's fermenting and when it's stored cold. So I only have so much freezer and refrigerator space that I could keep so many things. And, you know, like, I think right now I got like 50 bottles and I don't know how many gallon jugs of like various different flavors. And so I'm like running out of freezer space and refrigerator space right now. Not not to mention that I have like 30 people coming over for Christmas that I got to like gear up for. Yeah, they're ready to booze, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Does the, um, Joe, does the cello have a shelf life? Not really. The The chocolate and the banana do have like like a milk base to it, but it'll as long as you keep it refrigerated or in the freezer, it'll it'll stay pretty long. And the like the lemon and the cranberry, the orange, pineapple, that'll stay forever. Everything in it is all natural. There's no nothing artificial. There's no colors. No, it's like straight alcohol and you know fruit and or you know chocolate. You know, there's nothing fake or anything about it so it'll it'll stay for our yay and it and it's it's potent you'll get you get your money's worth i cannot oh, wait yeah. all that is that's ticking every box for me keep it natural that's how we got into this conversation in the first place is because you know like there's a big market out there for like natural products and stuff without like especially wine without sulfites because we were talking about how people there's a lot of people that can't drink store wine because of the sulfites and they get headaches. And So every wine, I mean, even mine has some degree of sulfites because you, you do need a certain amount. You know, sulfites kind of kill off some of the bacteria. It, it keeps the fermentation kind of in check. Where things get different is like the commercial wineries after the wine ferments, they put a lot of sulfite in it to give it the shelf life. Mm. which I don't do. I don't put any sulfites after fermentation. Basically, like all the wineries now that say like um, they're organic or they're, you know, they don't have any sulfites. They do, but you don't have to report that you have sulfites in wine unless if it's more than 100 parts per million. So if, if you have more than that, you have to put that little thing on the label that says contains sulfites. Interesting. But every wine has a little bit in there. Yeah, just to keep it, you know, a little bit of a transportation life, a little bit of, um, you know, bacteria fermentation, keep it in check. There are times when you need to add sulfites for different if different things happen during the course of fermentation or after fermentation. But um, I try not to put any additives or anything. You know, I make my nose and my mouth do all the, the testing. You know, if it smells good and it tastes good, it's good. I love it. I've been watching these YouTube sommelier videos where they review like, it's this guy, I forget his name, but he, he'll review like 15 wines under 15 bucks. And he's been talking about how like, even when you pour it in the, the glass, you could see like additives of color, like the red wine, if it's like really bright. Right. Or, and he's like, okay, this looks questionable. And I'm like, wow, like even just at that, you know, like, you know, it's fascinating. There's so many different variables to wine that I'm like, this is a lot of information. Um, I want to know it all, but there's so much, there's so much out there, you know? And then there was like another video about like the labels, which is like fascinating. The back of the, the 
label is like what you want to look at and focus on, not the front. Even though like a lot of people around my neighborhood will just buy a bottle of wine because of the front label. You know what I mean? Whereas they're like, I'm like, oh, so you don't have to report the sulfite unless it's X amount. Like that's fascinating. I didn't know that. I'm learning every day about booze, you guys. Yeah, there are so many different additives. I mean, there's ones that make it like, um, you know, look more red or look more white. There's stuff to like get the sediment out. There's you know, stuff to make it look clear, you know, there's stuff to give it oak taste, there's stuff to give it another different taste. And, you know, that's why we went the barrel route. You know, we wanted the oakiness, but we didn't feel like pouring like oak powders and, and, or, or like oak soaked water and and things like that. So we, you know, we went with the barrel and then we kind of, we have like a little trick that we do when we take it out of the barrel, we let it sit somewhere else and it kind of takes that little bit of the edge of the oakiness off and smooths it out before we get ready to bottle it. See, those are the secrets. That's the secret formula you can't give away. Everyone else can look up the other parts, <laughs> but it's those little differences really yeah. that makes it your wine. I mean, that's really what you know, those little things. Yeah, there's, I mean, anybody could go on, you know, YouTube or Google, like how to make wine or how to make cello and stuff like that. I mean, you'll see, you know, all different recipes and secrets, but it's, it's just the, you know, the, the constant testing and tasting and, and things like that, where you just kind of got to hone in on, you know, not one recipe is, you know, just the, the, the take all or, you know, the give all of, of how it works. You just have to be, you have to want to put out a good product. So you have to constantly keep tasting it and have other people taste it and, and get honest feedback. Like if it ain't no good, it ain't no good. But, you know, you just got to do put out a good product and then everything takes care of itself after that. I love your logo too, Joe. That actually Phil designed that. Did he? The, the, get the out of here. Get back to the roast. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And Joey still crushed him at his roast. <laughs> <laughs> he he just designed it so you can get free wine, that's all. <laughs> all right, Joe, give out your Instagram in case anybody wants to reach out to you and uh try some wine. So uh, my Instagram is Saxton Sellers, S-A-X-T-O-N Sellers, C-E-L-L-A-R-S. My man Joe, thank you so much, bud, for coming on. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to try it. Yeah, we're excited. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, Joe. You guys? Yes? I have some downloads. Sweet. Okay. Um, have you heard of Mighty Bread Co., the bakery in Pashunk? No, well, you, if you no. don't know, now you know okay. that they're amazing. Okay. So what they started doing last year... They created these gingerbread row home kits. Oh, I heard about this. This is so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. And they sold like hotcakes last year. I tried so hard to get one. Really? I failed. Yeah. I kept going to DeBruno Brothers because they uh, would carry some. And I, they just, they went really fast because it was a, you know, it was their first time doing that. So this year they're back. There's still a limited, you know, supply. But they're amazing. So it's so a kit? It's a kit. Gingerbread okay. Rohum. It's like, you know, instead of a gingerbread house, you can make a two-story row. Okay. That's so cool. All it's right. like the cutest thing. You can customize it. So I highly recommend everybody follow Mighty Bread Co. on Instagram. Mighty Check it Bread out. Co. Mighty Bread Co. Mighty Bread yeah. Co. They're awesome. in Passion. Okay, Bill. yeah. Check that out. It's great for the kids. It's great for people who don't have anyone. Like, yeah, I don't have kids and I want fun. one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's like a cute little holiday craft thing that's that cool. you can do at home. Another cool thing that's going on that I just learned about was Founding Footsteps has a holiday light trolley tour, which travels through like the holiday hotspots in Philly, you know, Miracle on South Street, South. 13th Street, 13th, that's Smedley awesome. Street, Christmas, takes you that's through really like cool. Dilworth oh, Plaza. Awesome. And you guys, it's BYOB. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it just went up a notch. So, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I saw that and I was like, it's a boozy okay. trolley? We know about this. Boozy trolley. I think that's what we should do. I think I that's totally what we should do. do. The I would trolley. totally do that. 
Right? Oh, I yeah. love this idea. That's festive. Yeah. Yeah. Is it one of the fil- yeah. is it one of the actual trolleys like the Philadelphia Trolley Company? Yeah. Yes. Oh, those are cool. They're yes. fun. Mm-hmm. You know, on a nice yes. night, you know what I mean, when it's not windy, yes. like that would be a lot of you bundle up, you get to your you know, your whiskey or whatever. Yeah. I love it. Go it's at Founding Footsteps on Instagram. You could check it out. The the interior of the trolley is decorated. See, so I, I mean that. But here's it's the thing. Cool. Here's that sounds yeah. fun. I would totally be down with that. But let's let, let, let me just reveal a little something here. You know, still haven't hit Tack and Ellie's or Tinsel okay. or Tinsel. Yeah. So we keep making these <laughs> yes. plans and nothing's happening. That's I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'll Listen, take Debbie. any one of these three things. Listen, Debbie. Okay. <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> Listen, Scrooge. Okay. I want to do it. A CV, I, I know it. there's a CVS receipt of things we need to do. Okay. Put this on there. We'll put this on maybe that list. Okay. This could be like our Uber to all the places we want to go. Probably not, uh, but I'm saying we could start. Okay. Who's Everybody home. Where's Where's the pickup? Where's the pickup of this trolley? Where does it start? Picks you up at Independence Mall, the okay. Bourse. So right okay. by our yeah. old office. Yep. And okay. then if. Yeah, you book tickets there. You, re- you can also reserve a private tour, which is bougie. Mm, I um, think for the six of us, it's probably not necessary. Yeah, yeah but if it, anyone yeah. who is would be interested in doing that, yeah. they at least have that option for you. Speaking of what Debbie, a.k.a. Bill, was mentioning about Tinsel, I was going to say oh, there are God. some really festive holiday pop-up bars okay. happening right now. All right. There's a, the top three. We know the top three, but it's What's worth shouting them What's the top three? I know the top one out. that I've been talking about. What's the other two? Well, your number one is Tinsel, right? Which is like the OG, like yeah, the one. That is the one. If you're gonna do one, one, okay. What's the other one? Yeah, so Tinsel. Then you got Uville at Uptown Beer oh, Garden, yeah. okay. which is down the street from Philly's Christmas Village. So that's, that's a two near for one, where old right there. Was right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, it's right there. Gorgeous. Um, and then you've got which I want to go to this one too, the Craftsman's Row. Saloon, they do a a, Chris, a holiday pop up in there. Have you been there yet? It's on I've 8th been, Street, I've, South I think we were talking about this. I've been to Craftman's Row. I low key. You haven't been there. Them oh, on Instagram. Yeah, so like it's a cool bar. I only went in there. This is a couple of years ago because I had a client right nearby. It's it's like. <sighs> I mean, it's like Jewelers Row, so it's like I really just don't find myself there yeah. much at all. You know what I right. mean? It's just not a neighborhood I would go to. I always look at it for like a retail shopping and not like having drinks. But I had a I have a client that was renting in the uh, the Ben Franklin, so we walked around the corner and I was so I was in there a couple times. It's right on Eighth Street. It's a cool bar. First of all, I yeah. love bars that have a nice long actual bar where a lot of people can sit yeah, at the bar. Too. You know me what I mean? Too. So like yes. if you want to walk in totally. and get a, and I remember I was there, I guess it was two Christmases ago now. But they had Mad Elf on tap, like that good, you know what I mean? See? That good stuff. So I kept wanting to go back and then of course, you know, things happen and then everything was shut down and you never know when you're gonna get back. But I like that bar. So they decorate it for the whole Christmas the holidays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And the thing that the thing that caught my eye about this place, um, this time of year in particular, is that I guess they're making these adult milkshakes. That's what I am on their Instagram right now, Dean. And look at this. Dude. <laughs> wow. Yes. All right, that's a dessert. So in, yeah. yes. And I I think that that is super fun. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, if you're going to dinner or something, and then you don't you don't get dessert there, go there and get one of those. Go there, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like an adult one. So, yeah. like, that seems really fun. That's like a ultimate treat yourself. Like, they oh, have yeah. a three strikes your stout. They also have a donut chicken oh, sandwich. That. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's another yeah. one we could put on the list. Debbie will say Instagram she'll right go now. to any one of these. Debbie. Is that what you said, Debbie? I don't know. This Hunter yeah, Proof Debbie kicking Downer. In, you know? But yeah, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie, Debbie Downer. Downer. I'm the only one that's trying to get shit listen, going around here. I'm the Downer. You know what, though? No, you're not a Downer, okay, Bill. Thank you. You, you're speaking your, the truth. Right, right, right. Even though it is, you know. You guys don't like to hear the truth. That's what it is. Sometimes I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wasn't expecting that response. Oh, no, I'm kidding. No, this is a safe space, Bill. You you tell the truth and nothing but the truth. Okay, That's so true. help me, God. Okay, wanted or not, um, right? I know. I saw another cool thing that I want to discuss, and I know I told you I have three things, but really I have four because I just think this is relevant to the theme of our show and the city we live in and love. Hidden City, Philadelphia, on Instagram, I saw this. They're doing a, um, a nonprofit fundraiser where if you give $50 or more to their fundraiser for 2021, they will send you 28 amazing Philadelphia bar signs featured in their limited edition poster. Some of these bar signs, we... Wait, they send you the they poster? They send you the poster. They send you the poster. They send the you the signs. poster. Yeah. Like the sit on it bar at 19th and Mifflin. Oh, yeah. Is that where it's at? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. all, the cover page yeah. of this. And then they've got like Bonks Bar, Friendly Lounge, Chances I Lounge. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. The Trestle Inn, like all these iconic bar signs of Philly, which seems that's really nice. fun. For a good cause. That's really cool. Especially since a lot of them are no longer in operation. It would be cool to have. Yeah, I'm like, something. there's some of these no. I've never... Millie's Hideout. Do you guys know where that is? Millie's Hideout? I mean, I, I, the Millie's, Millie's I know is an ice cream joint, so I don't think it's a bar. Yeah, on <laughs> yeah. 15th and Shunk. That's, That's my <laughs> Millie's. They deliver me uh, half flight Sundays once in a while. I love it. Well, some of the graphics on these are like so cool. That it's really cute for a good cause, and you get a cool yeah, gift. That's that awesome. I'll nice. definitely check that out. So, guys, it was so nice to see you both in person last week, uh, last Tuesday. So, um, for those who are listening, we the team got together at one of um, our exciting listings. Actually, Joe Morrison's listing at one thirty two Old Gulf Road. We talked about that in a previous episode. It's the uh, childhood home of M Night Shyamalan, and he was nice enough to allow us to come in and do a little photo shoot there um, because we are going to be featured. The team's going to be featured in Real Producers Magazine, I believe, in January. So when I got the call that we were going to be featured. Uh, I actually reached out to Bill <laughs> and we kind of <laughs> talked about like, all right, we want to do this. We're flattered. This is really nice. However, we want to make it. I mean, our team is I think our team is special because we are different than most real estate teams. So we really, really wanted to come up with like a theme and something fun and cool. We happen to have this listing with an indoor pool. So I had this vision of like a slim Aaron's photo. Like I had this vision of like, Palm Beach, Hollywood Hills, 1960s, um, you know, cocktail party kind of thing where the women are in caftans, the men are like in, you know, jackets and uh, have, we all have cocktails vintage and you jackets. Know, cigars and vintage. pipes and vintage, 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 right. <laughs> and like that was sort of the theme. And I think we pulled it off pretty well. We just got the photos back yesterday. I just sent you guys a couple of the selections. Um, but more than anything, it was just so much fun to get everybody together in one place because we have not done that in so long. It was a lot of fun. I think that we, what makes us like, I don't know, we, we just all have a lot in common. I think one of the things we have in common is that I don't think we're all that comfortable when you know we have to do these shoots. So we wanted to make it yeah. fun and do something totally different. So the idea of doing like seriously like a vintage shot, you know what I mean? Because because the the house, you know, M Knight's childhood house, we we can kind of get away with that there, right? Because it, there is some yeah, it's mid century exactly. So we had mm-hmm. fun with it. We came up with that idea of just you know trying to do like a sixties vibe, and it's it, yeah. it it all comes down to us like not taking ourselves too seriously. I, I think, you know exactly. what I mean? And I think it came exactly. across in the photos because we're all just laughing, having a good time, not trying to be yeah. cheesy realtors, which is hard in this business. It's really hard. It's, hard. it's really hard. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. it's hard <laughs> not to be cheesy. So I think we were all, you know, on board with saying, you know what, if we're going to do this and we're going to do this for this magazine, we're going to have fun with it. We're going to show our personality. We're going to. We're not going to do the, the traditional you know, realtor shoot and we just want to have fun. So we picked a theme and we all, everybody was on board and went with it and that's what made it fun. So it kind of made like a, you know, like a whole day out of it and it was a lot of fun. It was, everybody cleaned up really well. I got to (laughs) say. 
you know? Who are these people? Everybody really looked great. I know. Everybody looked great. And it helped, of course, that we did have some booze, some real booze going on there. Bill Bill brought the real booze, Um, the serious (laughs) booze. Yeah. Johnny Walker Blue. Right? Is that yeah, what that, that was? Got, that got wiped yeah. out, too. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, none back. We had champagne. <laughs> champagne. We had wine. This, this stuff tonight this is killing me because I don't have any blue left. <laughs> <laughs> that blue is serious. I was like, I, but I was like, Dean, you want some? I was like, well, I can't say no to that. Yeah. And it, it. it was, it, yeah. it, it matched the theme. It really worked. Yeah, it totally matched yeah. the theme. I think the photographer was kind of like, uh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> We're not crazy. We're realtors. I mean, but the thing is, <laughs> most of the time, realtors, you see them with like, you know, poses with their cell phone yeah, or their laptop me. open yeah, or right, like exactly. their arms crossed, you know, across their chest or like back to back with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like realtors are known for kind of the cheesy, uh, the cheesy photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So this was, you know, the vision was to do something really different. I hope we pulled it off. But even if we didn't in the photos, we had so much fun. I, it was just such a good time to see everybody, and it was really, it was really a blast. It was. The fact that he said that kind of proves that we were on the right path. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's <laughs> if he was doing all these shoots yeah. for this magazine and he didn't see anything like that and he thought we were nuts, that's where we wanted to be. That was the whole point. Right. We want to do the same right. shit everybody's doing. Yeah. So, we're you exactly. know, what's the point of that? So we, yeah. we threw something out there that's just totally different. And it's like, you know, like it or don't like it. Eh, it is what it is. And I thought, I think they look good. I mean, from the photos you text me, it looks great. It's refreshing. And they they look great. They really do look great. That was a fun day. All right, ladies, we got to get out of here. Uh, Dean, plug the Insta. Yeah, so we're on Instagram, Home Collective Happy Hour. Follow us. I think that's where we are the most, where we yeah. try to interact when we can with the yeah. folks and post some joke stuff and real stuff, and yeah. that's where we are most we like of the time. Mix it up, yeah. Mix it up. Keep it, you know, keep you on your toes. That's it. Website is homecollectivehappyhour.com. If you want to email us, that is homecollectivehh at gmail. Anything else? Think we're good. I think we're great. All right, ladies, let's get out of here. Have a good weekend. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.